Our GeoQuiz today takes us to the Western Pacific Ocean. It's where 70 years ago today, the Doolittle Raid got underway. The surprise U.S. air attack on Japan was launched from the USS Hornet, as described in this newsreel. Launching fully loaded medium bombers had never been done before. When the decks of the flagship were cleared, Admiral Halsey signaled to Colonel Doolittle and his gallant command, good luck. The bombers headed for the island of Honshu. Their mission, attack military targets in Japan's capital and four other cities. Your mission, name any of the Japanese cities that came under attack on this day in 1942. The answers and some recollections from a Doolittle raider are coming up. I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. We asked you to name some Japanese cities in our GeoQuiz today. They were targeted by the Doolittle Raid. That was a World War II mission that took place 70 years ago today. You get the answers now in this report from the world's David Lavalley. Right from the start, the April 1942 Doolittle Raid was a risky surprise attack operation. U.S. Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Jimmy Doolittle led the mission. The plan was to hit Japanese military targets in and around Tokyo, this in retaliation for the attack on Pearl Harbor four months earlier. The raid began at dawn, 600 miles off the coast of Japan in the western Pacific. Sixteen B-25 bombers loaded with bombs launched from the deck of the USS Hornet. Everybody got off the aircraft carrier good and no problem. This is U.S. Lieutenant Colonel Edward Saylor speaking to the BBC. He's one of 80 crew members who took part in the Doolittle Raid. The Japanese were not expecting us so soon. That's why we got away with it, uh, dropped our bombs and headed for China. The raid was intended to show that Japan was vulnerable to American air attack and to boost American war morale. And it was captured in newsreel. At 12.15, the attack was opened by Doolittle, who dove in before he unloaded his incendiaries upon the Japanese capital. The B-25 bombers targeted sites in Tokyo, Kobe, Nagoya, Yokosuka, and Yokohama. Lieutenant Colonel Saylor remembers the mission went flawlessly. Everything went pretty well. We went and bombed our targets. On my ship, we bombed the town of Kobe, made our way over to China, ran out of gas about the time we hit the coast. That meant the U.S. pilots had to make a tricky water landing. Landed in the China Sea about a half mile or so from an island, skipped along the waves and came to rest and floated for 10 minutes while we got out of there. Once on land, Sailor praises the Chinese for their help, especially a 15-year-old boy who came forward. He spoke a little bit of English. He became our interpreter, our navigator, and our food scrounger. And that boy stayed with us all the way. We owed him a lot. And after the mission, never could find him. To this day, I don't know what happened to him. The Chinese who assisted the U.S. airmen paid a high price in the months to come. Some estimate the Japanese army killed a quarter million Chinese civilians in retaliation for providing support to the Doolittle Raiders. That part of the story bothers Sailor. When I heard about that, I had to kind of wonder if it had been worthwhile. That's a pretty sad thing for us to cause that many people to have to die, you know. That was a sad bit of information 
for me, and it kind of still is. But that's the way it happens anyway. Lieutenant Colonel Saylor is one of five surviving members of the Doolittle Raid, and at 92, he still remembers. I still think it was amazing, but I'm not sure how we got away with it. I know we had a lot of luck. Lucky or not, the 1942 Doolittle Raid was said to have inflicted minor damage to Japan, but it was an omen of the more destructive atomic bomb attacks that followed before the war's end. For The World, I'm David Lavallee.